We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five. We're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Oh, yes. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the pregame show with Joe Spadoni on this windy and chilly Tuesday morning here in San Francisco. We're just getting off work, we're just getting on to work, getting ready for the day, getting ready to travel, getting ready for school, getting ready for anything. Maybe you're just insomniac and you didn't sleep all night and you're listening to me and hoping the show puts you to sleep. Well, if that's the case, I welcome you. I welcome you. It is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you out there. And I'm here to defend Valentine's Day for a second. And we'll get into the Warriors and their 135 to 126 victory over the Washington Wizards. Get back to a game over 500. Good bounce back win after a very disappointing and bad loss to a Los Angeles Lakers team that is not very good on Saturday. So they bounce back in a big way and have one more game before the All-Star break tonight when they go down to L.A. to take on the Los Angeles Clippers. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, see what their availability is. Klay Thompson might be playing his first back-to-back tonight. First time since 2019, that is. So... Hopefully get to see Clay in that one. It would be, be big for this team. little momentum heading into the break is never a bad thing. Also, it would be kind of symbolic if they were to drop this game and enter this break at 500 because that's just what they've been all year. Just, eh, eh, to do my best Steiny impression. But it is Valentine's Day. And it's an underrated holiday, ladies and gentlemen. It's underrated. You know why? Because the spirit of Valentine's Day, I think, is one of the better spirits. Even if this is kind of a manufactured holiday, quote-unquote. It does have some Christianity ties to it in the past, St. Valentine's. I was doing my research on it a little bit. I was dis- discussing whether I wanted to do a fun segment regarding Valentine's Day. And we might. Might do a little different spin on it, not so lovey-dovey, though. Maybe do the opposite, because today's a struggle for a lot of folks. Trying to figure out... What you should get that significant other, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, whatnot. They may say, and this is the biggest thing, folks, if you're listening at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570, hello, Xfinity Mobile text line, hit me up there, Twitch, YouTube, hello. That significant other may say they don't want anything, and that, you know what, ah, this is just a corporate holiday, it's manufactured, I don't want anything. Don't. Fall for it. It's a trap. Admiral Akbar. they always want something. They want to be right, because you know what? They're going to be at work, and little Sally Lou Who over there is going to be getting a dozen roses and a box of Godiva chocolates, and you're like, oh, she's loved. Oh, that must be nice. And then you you said earlier you didn't want anything, and then you start saying, oh, oh, Betty over there. Okay, she got something too? Oh. Everyone's getting these floral arrangements. Where's mine? So don't forget to get that person something. It could be a card, flowers, chocolates, and don't give me the crap Well, you should be giving them. It, it means more every other day out of the year. Yes, obviously, treat your significant other that you love and care about with respect every single day. But don't act like today doesn't matter. It does. No matter how much they say it does not, it matters. So... Don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Get the chocolates, get the flowers, get the card. There you go. If you want to do something romantic, it's never too late. I'm sure reservations are booked up everywhere, but think outside the box. Think outside the box. Think outside the bun. Shout out Taco Bell. She's in Taco Bell? Hey, maybe take her to Taco Bell. Might not be a great night, but you did something. Do a picnic 
It's windy out there, but I don't know. Think outside. What do you like? What does you and your significant other like? Let me know, 888-957-9570. But I'm here to tell you that Valentine's Day in itself is an underrated holiday. The spirit of giving love to someone else, right? I love you. You love me. We're a big happy family. Is that how it goes? Shout out Barney. Love that purple dinosaur. But I'm here to defend it. A lot of people are going to be negative about Valentine's Day and the pressure that men and women have, particularly men in this society, especially in America, about getting flowers and stuff like that. Don't feel like you have to do that. A nice meal, a dinner, goes a long way. Hand-cooked, get some candles, make it romantic, spice things up. That's what I feel cared about. Just want to feel cared about. 3.45 this morning, I had to put all the flowers. I go up, I was like, oh, flowers are in my trunk. Get them out. Get the vase. Put the water in. There we go. My kid was already asleep. I, usually, I put have him sign his name. I was like, oh, it's too late now. Got the card. Put it with the flowers. Boom. There you go. Simple as that. Simple as that. Simple as that for the Warriors last night as you get back into sports. 135, 126. And don't worry, we'll be discussing some Valentine's Day stuff because I, I want to hear from you at 888-957-9570, Usually we do like your sports crush, right, in radio. Your, what's your favorite sports crush or the player you're, you're crushing on? Is, was it Aaron Judge and he left? Stuff like that. I like your greatest sports heartbreak. That's what I like. We need the sadness here, folks, because... That's what Sports Talk Radio was built on. It was sadness and devastating losses and being able to crush your team the next morning. Whether it be a football game, a baseball game, a basketball game. And don't worry, we've had our fair share of those this season with the Golden State Warriors, have we not? But not last night. Andrew Wiggins! Let's go! Eight to shoot. Wiggins gets up slowly. Draymond rejoins the party. Sets the screen. Poole trying to split traffic. He falls down. Gets it to Wiggins, who scores low left. He batted the ball as he was falling down on the floor. Will he get an assist on that? Yes, he did. He got an assist. Now we have Porzingis falling down. Draymond falling down with a trip in the paint. Bodies crashing. People cry. What's going on here, Tom? I don't know. It looks like ten guys that just came out of the bar at 2.30. (laughs) Looney off the screen. Back to Looney. Looney feeds Wiggins on the right side of the paint. Left-hand dribble middle. Fade away from 12. Two more for Wiggins. That's what was missing when he was struggling. He wasn't getting those kind of looks. He's got a left. Points now. Gets it on the wing. Left side Wiggins. Three ball no good. Clay with a good box out. Gets an offensive rebound. Fresh 14. Ball to Draymond. Pass inside Wiggins. Two hand slam for Wiggins. The Warriors use Clay Thompson's offensive rebound and turn it into two points. And you were right, Tim. That was a heck of a box out. The crowd will cheer. The Warriors will go back above 500 and will finish before the break tomorrow night in L.A. Final score, Warriors 135. The Wizards 126. The Golden State capturing the victory. The call there, uh, Tim Roy and Tom, Tol- Tom Tolbert, that is, right here on 95-7 The Game. Andrew Wiggins, best game of the year by far. Looked like his all-star stealth from last year and the guy who was playing like an all-star earlier this season. 29 points for him. You have seven rebounds, four assists, and a plus 21, a team high and game high, plus 21 in the plus-minus category. He was a baller, both ends of the floor. And this was a game where he kind of got ner- nervous early, right? You're listening to uh, you listening to Fitz or Tim Roy. It's like, oh, God, another team that's just going to shoot lights out against us. I was like, teams are shooting light out against you because they're not playing great defense. And it's not like they played great defense last night. No one's really playing great defense in the NBA. We get all that. But early on in that game, Porzingis, he was driving to the cup. He was dishing it. Bradley Beal was hitting shots. And it was just a whole nother, uh, here we go again, kind of thing. And then you got the lead. And then it turned into, can we hold this lead in the fourth quarter? And they did that. They did that. Now, I don't think any game's going to be comfortable for the Golden State Warriors for the rest of the season. It's just how they are this year. Yeah, when they get Steph Curry back, if they get Steph Curry back, and if they get Gary Payton the second back, and we'll hear from Bob Myers. He spoke to the press yesterday to reporters, and they asked him a multitude of questions regarding Gary Payton the second, the Trailblazers, the trade, James Wiseman, and we'll hear from Bob and all of that. 
It is Valentine's Day. We're talking your greatest sports heartbreak, if you'd like. I would like to know it. The Warriors have done that all season long. But in the spirit of Valentine's Day, they did not break our hearts. Now, they play the Clippers tonight. They could easily try to do that tonight. But positive vibes only. We're trying to build momentum into the All-Star break right here on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. From the YouTube chat. Hello. Good morning, YouTube. Oh, El Guero for one of his sports heartbreaks. Cristiano Ronaldo leaving Real Madrid. Oof. It was time, though, wasn't it, El Guero, for Ronaldo? Where is he now in uh, Saudi Arabia? Had a hat trick the other day against some no-name team I've never heard of, but it is what it is. That's a tough one, I'm sure, for a lot of football fans, soccer fans here in the States. Lionel Messi leaving Barcelona and heading to PSG. Rumors that he might be coming to Inter Miami, fingers crossed there. We'll love to see Messi coming over to uh, San Jose and playing a game. Never been able to see Lionel Messi in my lifetime play, but that'd be pretty cool. NBA876 on the YouTube chat. Clay is playing tonight. Let's win tonight, boys. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, Steve Kerr said he hopes that Clay will have his first back-to-back game since 2019. That's the hope. That's the plan. So hopefully everything goes well there, and that'd be good to see. Heading down the stretch, if Clay's able to play in some of these back-to-backs, that'd be huge for the team and huge for the squad. Last night, 10-21, 27 points. Not great from the three-point land, but overall, solid shooting night for Clay Thompson. Couple rebounds. Five assists for him. That's a lot for Clay. That's a lot. You know, Jordan Poole, not the greatest night, but again, Andrew Wiggins coming back, and if he could just play to that all-star, that would be so massive for this team. That goes without saying, and yeah, obviously, Joe, if Andrew Wiggins plays well, those good things happen. Yes. But what he gives on this team is something that no other person can, and even Clay can't give it at this point in his career, coming off two major surgeries. He can provide elite defense and switching abilities coupled with an elite offensive game like he had last night. No other team can, uh, no other player on this team can do that. Seth Curry can't do that. He's an average defender, if that. Draymond Green, hell of a defender. Distributor, great. Doesn't score. Clay Thompson can get hot. Scored last night. That defense... It's never going to be elite again. It's going to be good, not elite. It'll go away at times. Jordan Poole, please. Offense, yes. Defense, ugh. So, Andrew Wiggins is the two-way player on this team that they need to play consistently night in and night out, and he needs to give his best night in and night out. Now, I know it's been a struggle. He had the adductor strain. He had the illness. That took a lot out of him. So hopefully, heading into this break and heading out of it, we're going to start seeing that all-star form Andrew Wiggins coming back again. That would be huge. Here's the head coach, Steve Kerr, talking about his performance. Definitely his best game since he's been back. He had a lot of good games early in the season, but I loved his aggressiveness. He was attacking the rim all night and got it going from the mid-range and just got us a lot of key buckets when we were starting to, to fade a little bit. So Wiggs was great. Clutch. When he's hitting those fadeaways, and you heard it from Tim Roy on the broadcast last night, when he's starting to hit those fadeaways and he wasn't hitting them during his injury, during after his injury, his illness, what have you, when he was just getting back, when that fadeaway jumper is working early, it's a good sign that Andrew Wiggins is going to have a good night. It's a good sign. 888-957-9570, We're talking biggest sports heartbreaks on the pregame show. I'm sure a lot of Philadelphia Eagles fans, if you're listening, and I doubt you are, but if you're listening, I'm sure that was a big heartbreak on Sunday for you. What does it matter? If you're a Warriors fan, if you're a Giants fan, A's fan, Sharks fan, I know I've dealt with a lot of heartbreak. What's that one heartbreaking loss in honor of Valentine's Day? Because you know what? I'm tired of the lovey-dovey all the time. I'm tired of it. That might have been just kind of flipping what I was just saying earlier, that I love Valentine's Day because the spirit of it But also, we have to acknowledge it's not going to be a good day for a lot of people here in the United States. There's going to be a lot of breakups today. Whether that's justified or not, I'm not sure. But you know what? 
can make yourself a lot easier, make life a lot easier. Get those damn flowers, get those damn chocolates, whatever she likes. Doesn't have to be roses. See, my missus loves the sunflowers. I get her the sunflowers. She likes those. Get her for favorite candy. Get her a gift card. Get her something. Here's something she'll use. Starbucks, something like that. Take her out to a nice dinner. Cook a nice dinner. Some nice steaks. Nice bottle of red wine. Relax. I don't know. You tell me. 888-957-9570-888-957-9570-510. Xfinity Mobile Text Line. Worst heartbreak in sports was the 49ers loss in the Super Bowl against the Ravens. Getting a lot of 2012 Ravens. The 2013 NFC Championship game against Seattle was just as bad. Especially, that is, since it shut the Niners' Super Bowl window completely. Oh, boy. I see one on the text line right now. It's... I'm with you, 5 one on the Xfinity Bubble text line. 2014 AL wild card. Effing John Lester and his left arm allergic to first base. <laughs> that was brutal. That was a season that collapsed and culminated all together in that AL wild card game. And to top it off, if you're an A's fan, you saw that Royals team that beat you, beat everyone else, handily, I might add, I think it was the Angels, and then it was either the Orioles or the Tigers. Can't forget, nine years ago, forgive me. And then they lost to the Giants. That that stung if you were an A's fan that year. Just an implosion after the Cespedes trade. And they were the World Series favorites after that July 4th trade went down. And it was very tough. Tough scene. Sideshow Bob of the YouTube chat. World Series lost to the Angels. Giants, tough. Dusty Baker. Finally got it done in Houston, but that Game 6 was haunting his whole career up until that World Series victory over the Houston Astros. 888-957-9570, Talking sports heartbreak here on the pregame show in honor of Valentine's Day as the Golden State Warriors will look to take on the Los Angeles Clippers tonight and try to go into the All-Star break on a little winning streak. Warriors Live coverage of that starts at 6 o'clock with John Dickinson before tossing it over to the great Tim Roy, who will be on the call tonight with Jim Barnett. They are in Los Angeles, and hopefully the plan is Clay Thompson will be playing in his first back-to-back since 2019. Here's more from Steve Kerr on the tough return for Andrew Wiggins and how it's elevating his game. I think Wiggs, I think I mentioned this a couple of days ago, but his return was really tough for him. He was really sick two different times. And then he had never missed 15 games straight in, a, in the middle of a season before. So when he came back after that stretch, he was not in condition. He was not in rhythm and he was really struggling to find his game. And so I think uh, this was more just a result of the last few weeks, gaining his confidence back, gaining his conditioning and his timing. And we always want him to attack. I think what we did better tonight as a staff as we went to him more often and i probably need to do that more consistently coming up in games but again he was great seven boards four assists no turnovers i mean it wasn't just the scoring it's a good point from steve kerr too making him a focal point on offense that makes him involved the entire game and what we know from andrew wiggins in the past he has the ability to just kind of fade in and out right yeah, you know, Dibs had this segment, the careless whispered George Michael, K-Wig, because he'd be, you know, smooth, just eh, soft jams, like 18 points, five rebounds, two assists, and a Warriors loss. He'd coast a lot. He coasts a lot. And it's okay to say that. He did. Because when he's that talented and when you have skill set like he has, and he has the ability to coast, he's consistent at it. And it's easy. But you know what? The Warriors asked more of him last year. He proved that he can do it with the all-star performance, with that performance in the finals against Luka, against Jason Tatum, against Jalen Brown, all these guys that he's switching on to left and right. He proved how good he could be at both ends of the floor and how dominant of a two-way player he can be at times. So it was difficult to see how much bad he looked after that strain and illness and two illnesses, as Steve Kerr alluded to, and how drained he was physically and emotionally on the court because of it, but making him a more focal point in the offense going forward, getting him in the post, getting him his shot, getting him his looks, 
building that confidence. It's going to pay dividends moving forward here. And you need Andrew Wiggins to play like this the rest of the way going forward. He is such an important part of this team. We just discussed it. No other player on this team is going to contribute the way he can on the offensive and defensive end. Clay Thompson, that used to be him. His defense is nowhere near what Andrew Wiggins still is. Don't get me wrong, Clay can still be good. There's times where he shows greatness, but he is not going to have that consistency like Andrew Wiggins still does. And that's just age, that's wear and tear, that's major injuries happening there. We get all that. It's not a slight at Clay Thompson. It's more just proving how important Andrew Wiggins is. Here's Steve Kerr on the defensive switching from his players. Well, we switched a lot too. So with him, because he's such a good shooter, we just decided to switch and stay out on him. He still had a, a great game, and but we kept him to three three point attempts, which was good. But yeah, just the way the the roster is right now, if we're not always going to have two bigs out there, we did for much of the game tonight with Jamichael. But you know, if Wiggs or Clay is at the four, then they're going to guard their counterpart, and and he was Porzingis was there four, so that's that was the matchup. But we're very comfortable with those guys guarding fours. The defense is going to be key, obviously, heading down the stretch. And it's just, I'm not sure this is it. And I was listening to Ray Ratto yesterday on Damon and Ratto. And he's just not sure about the Warriors' chances this season compared to last season, obviously. And that's mainly because of the defense. He just doesn't believe that this team on the defensive end can just, you know, flip the switch. I always want to say switch the flip for some reason. This My brain is being weird. Flip the switch. But... I kind of agree with him. Like, I just don't see that defensive intensity coming back just like that, especially if we're waiting on Stephen Curry and we'll see what the diagnosis is. They're reevaluating him at the All Star break. But tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why I should believe that this Warriors defense is going to be playing more consistency down the stretch because I haven't seen it all season long. I mean, if we're just going by the past, like, will that start? ratcheting up here come playoff time if they even make it if they make a play in game i don't see that the offense sure i could believe that the offense could be there more consistently and listen they've shown that although that lakers game again it was a good win last night if they could come back tonight and show that this wasn't a fluke that'd be great but this entire season has shown me that I can't trust this Golden State Warriors team. Trying to. Again, goes back to Valentine's Day today. Trust. I want to trust that my wife is going to get me something, like I'm getting her some flowers. That's a trust aspect. I trust that she will. I believe in her. I'm not going to get heartbroken. But this Warriors team has broken my heart a lot this season, just watching them. Watching them in the fourth quarter, it's like... Damn. Why is it so difficult just to shoot in the last five minutes? You're acting like you're down 10 when you're up five or six, and you're taking these kill shots constantly. It's like, get an easy bucket. Throw it to Wiggins in the low post. Let him get a fadeaway. It doesn't have to be a three, and I understand you lead the league in threes and three-point shots made, but my God. From the 650, the Mobile text line, he expects them to be fine because they're champions. Yeah? Champions lose. It happens. The run's going to fall off sometime. It is. That's just a fact. And it's never fun when we see it culminating like that. I've seen it a lot with super teams in the past. You see it kind of just unravel. And this season's kind of been like that. Now, I'm not saying they can't win it this year. The West is still wide open, I believe. Yes, the addition of Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns changes things. But that being said, <laughs> I just don't know how you can watch this entire season and just expect this Golden State Warriors team to turn it all around, come play in or play off time. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but this season just has a weird feel to it. It has just a very weird feel to it. So if they can just go into this break with a little bit of momentum against a potential Western Conference playoff opponent if you get there in the Los Angeles Clippers. And don't forget the Los Angeles Clippers, the team they're going up against tonight at the Crypt, formerly Staples Center, 
This was the team that had the best odds heading into the season to win the chip. It was them. After that John Wall, you know, addition. Oh my goodness, they got John Wall. Oh my God. Kawhi and Paul George. Oh, that's just, you know, we might as well give them the title now. Please. This team has been so underwhelming the last few seasons, and they don't get nearly as crushed as they should by the media. And I make it my job here on the pregame show to expose the Los Angeles Clippers and how underwhelming and disappointing that franchise has been. And they're lucky they are. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In the Los Angeles Lakers' shadow down in Los Angeles, or they would be getting crucified more left and right. They're the Los Angeles Angels when it comes to that and compared to the Dodgers. They don't get any coverage. It's like Kawhi Leonard might as well be Mike Trout down there. He can do whatever he wants. Oh, you know, Kawhi's just hurt. You know, it's just, ah, it's just a shame. You know, if they were, if he was healthy, though, we'll see. Well, he seems healthy. Paul George seems healthy. So we'll see as the Warriors get back in action tonight again. Warriors live coverage of that starts at six o'clock with John Dickinson before tossing over to the great Tim Roy and Jim Barnett at seven o'clock. They'll be on the call. And we'll have all that pre and post game for you right here on ninety five seven. The game. This is Valentine's Day. This is the pregame show with Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. If you would like to get involved, we're taking your worst sports heartbreak here at 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. Keep them coming. Xfinity Mobile text line, YouTube, Twitch. Hello. Appreciate you. We're going to take a quick break here. Come on back. Bob Myers, his thoughts on the Gary Payton the second trade that finally went through. His thoughts on James Wiseman as he heads to Detroit. All of that next. We'll hear from Bob Myers right here on the pregame show. Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Welcome back, pregame show. Joe Spadoni, 95-7 the game. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you getting off work, getting ready for work, getting ready for the day, for school, what have you. God bless all of the teachers that are in elementary school that have to deal with all the little Valentine's Day giveaways and stuff like that. It was funny, I was uh, getting some uh, hair product at CVS yesterday and just this dad with three kids coming in. Super late. It's like you guys have any Valentine's Day left? It was, it was almost like a junkie. Like, oh my god, I need these. I need these things. He's like, I need these Valentine's Days for my kids. Damn it! And they're like, no. And they're like, does any stores have them? It's immediately like, rock, like Rockridge. Okay. It's like, all right. Just God bless all the dad, last second dads out there trying to help those kids out because you know in the schools if you don't bring your own Valentine's Day for your little kids and they don't receive them and then then they feel left out and I hate all that. I hate all that. You know what? Some kids, it's a little difficult to get them. So it's kind of like the spirit of giving. You should never want to receive one. It's always about giving. But we all know that the significant other, they really want to receive one too. So make the right move. Go get the flowers. Make the dinner. Get the wine. Whatever they like, just do that. It's not that hard. Just show some appreciation for your loved ones. That's all it's about. I think Valentine's Day gets a bad rap, if you will. I think it gets a bad rap. And spirit is about love in this holiday. You may say, Joe, it's corporate greed. And by the way, little stat here before getting back to Bob Myers and his thoughts as the uh, Warriors beat the Wizards last night, 135-126, to improve to 29-28 on the season. Bob Myers spoke to the media yesterday in regards to Gary Payton II, that trade, sending Wiseman away. We're going to hear from Bob in just a second, but... Here's some Valentine's Day statistics that I found very interesting. I did not... This number can't be right, folks. This number cannot be right. This is per the National Retail Federation, the NRF, and Prosper Insights and Analytics. Americans in total 
are expected to spend $25.9 billion on Valentine's Day in 2023. $25.9 billion. Are you serious? Consumers, here's some more stats for you. I know you guys love your stats at 534 in the morning regarding Valentine's Day. Consumers celebrating Valentine's Day in 2023 are expected to spend an average of $192.80. That's a $17 increase from last year. And consumers aged 35 to 44 plan to spend an average of $335 in 2023, the most of any age demographic. Think about that. 35 to 44. What are you kind of trying to want there? Think you can read into that all you want. 57% of Valentine's Day shoppers expect to buy candy, making it the most popular gift category in 2023. So there you have it, folks. $25.9 billion will be spent on Valentine's Day in 2023. That's wild. Absolutely wild. So 888-957-9570, YouTube chat, Xfinity Mobile Text on. You guys are killing it. We're talking about your worst sports heartbreak. Yeah, because we're not doing the lovey-dovey stuff. Too much of that. I'm tired of the lovey-dovey constantly. You know, Sam came in here, producer extraordinary Sam Lubman for the morning girls. He's like, you know, I was kind of like how you, how you fell in love with sports. I was like, you know what, Sam? I was thinking about that. I was thinking about Sports Crush too. Ugh. Sports Talk Radio is built on sadness and anger and despair and heartbreak. So that's why I wanted to hear from the folks and the real ones at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Raiders leaving the bay and getting a lot of those. Anytime your sports ta- uh, team leaves, I mean, that's just a kick in the nuts, if you will. And for them to do it twice, I can't imagine for the OGs, OGs that have had to watch that. I've only had to see the move. I was what, two when they came back to Oakland or whatever. 95, 96. And then they left. And that stings. It stings. It absolutely does. 510, Xfinity Mobile Text on Spadoni loves the kids. I do. Got two of them. Shout out Young Benjamin. We helped put together little Valentine's Day activities for his class yesterday. You can find that cute picture on my Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. All right. Back to some not-so-nice news regarding... Gary Payton II and his injury history now with the Portland Trailblazers. And we had a lot of discussion over the weekend. Will the Warriors keep the trade? Will they go back and keep Wiseman, get rid of GP2? What's going on here? Well, they decided to move on from James Wiseman ultimately. Keep Gary Payton II. The league is looking into the Portland Trailblazers if there was any nefarious business going on there. On their end, we're going to see as that comes to light later on in the season. I don't expect it to be a quick you know, report, quick investigation. I think they're going to do their due diligence when it comes to the doctors, the team doctors, the player, the coaching staff, all of that. But here's Bob Myers as he talked to the media yesterday on the tough decision to trade James Wiseman ultimately. Tough move to make as far as trading him. One of the reasons we drafted him is because of who he is. He is a great kid and did everything we asked him to do on time, worked hard. Great attitude, whether he was playing or not, G League and back and forth. And so it was a tough thing to do to move someone that um, we liked that much as a person. I know that's a business goes beyond that uh, as far as on the court, off the court stuff. So that was um, that was a challenge, but I hope he does well. I hope he gets an opportunity to play, and I think he will more than he was getting with us. So. Moving him was um, something that uh, we did just more based on trying to help this team win. I'm also rooting for James Wiseman in Detroit. He was put in just an impossible situation here for the Golden State Warriors. And a team that needed to win now, also trying to win for the future. But his skill set currently did not fit what the Warriors needed ultimately. And... Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, they could see the writing on the wall coming in the next few years. This is it. Michael Jackson. They need to maximize this current window that they are on. They got the one chip. I think they're looking at least at one more, hopefully within these next 
couple of years. And James Wiseman just didn't fit that timeline. And that's okay. But you would hope a number two overall pick would have been able to contribute. And it's tough. It stinks that they had to move on from him and they couldn't give him the opportunity and touches that he needed. But he's going to get him in Detroit. And I'm rooting for the kid. I really am. Here's Bob Myers talking about when Gary Payton II, the newly acquired Gary Payton II, will be re- uh, reevaluated. Gary's going to be out. We're going to evaluate him in a month and um, see where he's at. It is our determination he's not ready to play right now. But when we get him back, hopefully we do get him back at some point. The goal would be pre-playoffs. That would be the hope. But uh, until we get a sense of how the rehab process is going, I, I can't really speculate. Man, you better hope he's back for the playoffs. Otherwise, this trade is just a dumpster fire. The decision to keep him, that's just... I mean, I, I get it. I get the logic, and I've been hearing a lot from a lot of the hosts this week. I heard from Dibs and, and Steiny, like, listen, at this point you're replacing a player that's with a player that wasn't playing with a, also a player that wasn't playing. James Wiseman wasn't playing, and now Gary Payton also will not be playing. Yeah, but Gary Payton actually has a skill set that could be used on this team. James Wiseman wasn't playing because he just couldn't use him out there. He wasn't giving him anything. Gary Payton, when healthy can give him something. But the f- problem is, he just traded for an injured player. And again, we'll see what the investigative purposes are going to go on there as it pertains to the NBA going into Portland and seeing what's going on there. But, ugh. I hope he's back. I really do. Because Gary Payton II, he was a fun player to watch last year. He became a fan favorite. What you have, truly, that whole funny Incident that happened in Indiana where he knocked over someone's beer. That was funny. Love Gary Payton II. He came on Willard and Dibs. Just a fun guy to listen to. And you would hope they would have kept him last year. But there was a reason they moved on from him. But now there's a reason they got him back. Because sure they were hearing from Steph, Clay, Dre. Listen, we need to win now. We need guys that can help us win. They thought it could be Gary Payton II. It still might be. But him not coming back, at least until the playoffs, it's not good. It's not good. Here's one more on Myers before we wrap up and go to break here in a second. Bob Myers asked if they seriously considered rescinding the trade. We looked at all the different choices um, once we had a little bit more information and gone through our physical and based upon um, many different things, decided to go through with it. And, you know, we think that for many reasons, James, we didn't see a path even upon return. It wasn't playing at the time. And um, additionally, our situation is a little different because of the amount of money each player costs. And so if we had seen a path for James upon return that had changed, we might have considered that even going forward as we get into next season. We've seen what Gary can do, and it's not in any kind of indictment of James. It's, it's a hard rotation to crack on this team. And so Gary, seeing the fit, seeing the need, our defense and things like that. So we certainly had many discussions, but we made the choice we made. They made the choice they made. They made their bed. They're going to have to sleep in it. And maybe they'll, it'll all work out. Gary Payne, the second comes back. They capture magic in a bottle again and they will win the whole damn thing. That could happen. Could. Or it could blow up in their face. Tune in next episode of Dragon Ball Z to find out. <laughs> we got one more segment here for you before uh, tossing over to the morning roast. The Cross Jover is next. 888 Nine five seven nine five seven zero. Joe Shaskins and join me on the other side. Talk about this Warriors win. I want to hear what his worst sports heartbreak is. We're doing worst sports heartbreak in honor of Valentine's Day. None of that lovey-dovey crap because again, Sports Talk Radio was built on heartbreak. This is the pregame show. Joe Spadoni again. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Expedity Mobile Text Line. Call that number. YouTube, Twitch. Hit me up there at Spadoni's underscore Joe on Twitter. This is a pregame show, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pregame show, Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. One more segment here for you before tossing over to the morning roast. Brian Baldinger. His last appearance of the season. Can't wait for that. That'll be at 7.30. Baldy will break down that Super Bowl. And the more I look back on that Super Bowl, man, that, 
It's so unacceptable to have to grasp me that bad. That was just, ugh, disgusting. Uh, it is Valentine's Day. We're taking your worst sports heartbreak here for the next 12 minutes. Your worst sports heartbreak at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. YouTube, Twitch, hello. As Joe Shasky joins me now, and Joe, I'll start right there. Valentine's Day. I could have done the lovey-dovey route, but you know what? Sports Talk Radio is built on sadness. Worst sports heartbreak. My first one or my all-time first, whatever. Doesn't matter. I have lots of them. <laughs> There's so many. There's so many. There's so many. Let's start here. The earthquake. Oh, boy. And allowing the A's to pitch Dave oh, Stewart multiple times boy. in four games. Let's start there, okay? Second one. Uh, and this, I'm just going to chronological, chronological order of my life. In 1990, Joe Montana getting knocked out. I mm. thought he was dead on the floor. Mm. Uh, Pepper Johnson, Leonard Marshall, you know, notwithstanding. Lawrence Taylor getting the strip. Niners could have had a three-peat. Just brutal. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. Uh, adult life. Let's fast forward. 2002, San Francisco Giants, game six. Mm. Dusty just now has gotten off the schneid from that, by the way. Just winning that World Series. Felix Rodriguez will not. No, no. That was tough. That's a tough one. I've had a lot of, yeah, that game. I've had a lot of 2012 Super Bowl Ravens, Niners. Oh, yeah. That was a tough one. I would say the 2011 NFC Championship game hurt just as much. Yeah, uh, people are saying 2013, just losing to the Seahawks oh, in the yeah. NFC Championship game, tough. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs a- game. A's wild card 2014. That was a co- season collapse. Was after that the, tra- the one where they couldn't throw anyone out from the Royal against the Royals? John Lester not being able to throw to first base. Just infuriate. They took like a 6-3. Like Brandon Moss was a god that game. He had like two... Three run jacks. Brandon Moss. Brandon Moss. Microfracture knee yeah, surgery. Yeah, there you go. And then they had uh, Alberto Cayaspo. They took the lead back late in the game, and then they just they couldn't stop anyone on the bases. That was the Royals team. That obviously Giants fans 20- know well. And that made it worse for A's fans because then the Giants ended up winning the World Series that year. So 2016 Warriors. Tough. Father's Day. Yeah, they got a lot of the blocks on there yeah. too. I'm, this is a tough one. Raiders moving. Yes, that's ultimately that's that's horrible. We don't like seeing any of the teams leave. And then, yeah, getting a lot of the Warriors 2016. Immaculate Deception, there you go. I like that one. Five Brock now. Purdy tearing his Brock UCLA. Purdy, yep, that was the most latest one we got. I mean, it's There's just, just... The Warriors and... The Warriors have a lot of good. And I, I'm t- trying to talk to fans right now This uh, as the Warriors beat the Wizards last night. Um, and, listen, I fully expected them to blow that game, by the way, Shasky. Glad they didn't. Glad to see Andrew Wiggins looking like the old Andrew Wiggins. Let's see if they could build yeah, Clay up Clay Wiggins looked great. Clay looked good. Uh, pool not the best game, but Christoph Porzingis out of nowhere, just looking like the greatest player I've ever seen in my life on the offensive end. Anyways, uh, I was telling Sam Ludman uh, not to t- go Warriors or uh, go Wizards insiders here, but they are a playoff team. They are the Christoph Porzingis. <laughs> he started off his career. I felt like he was going to be like a baller. Yeah, I thought unicorn. this guy was going to be a unicorn. He's going to be an all star. Yeah. It's like oh, Phil Jackson's a genius drafting yeah. this guy. Like he's going to laugh at everyone. And then like the injury happened, and then he just wasn't the same player. And if you double him, he just throws the ball out of bounds. Yes, it's wild. It Literally, is. just throws it right. He does. Out of he just he just he doesn't know what he's doing. It's he gets lost. Crazy. I thought that guy was going to be so good, and I think it's just a cautionary tale about just big guys like that. Well, and Victor Wimbayana. Yeah, I like, was thinking I, about this last night watching I, him. Yep. I mean, uh, Victor looks more athletic. He looks more explosive. He looks like he can do more things on the court. I understand all that, but sometimes it doesn't translate. No, sometimes it just doesn't. You know. Well, hell. I mean, James Wiseman. That's what I was about to say. James White. Like, you just don't know. Like, yeah. And James is so young still, so maybe he'll figure out in Detroit. I'm rooting for the kid as that deal James is finalized. James moves better than Porzingis. Yes. I would agree with Much that. Much better. Too. Yes. But again, Porzingis, early on in his career, he moved great. And then yeah. the big guy, it, you've said this in the past, and I agree. Big guys, it scares me drafting them and putting all your franchise hopes on them. In this game, it's tough. There's. Giannis is a diamond. Like you're not finding Giannis yes. anywhere else. Like a physical size. He's a unicorn. He's a unicorn. Like in the frame of a Wembeyama, a frame of a Porzingis. I just, I know. Just be careful what you wish for. Everyone's saying Wembeyama is going to be the dude we'll see. next year. We'll see. Chet Holmgren was that this year? Yes. Heading in. I mean, I I know different levels. Foot fracture. He might not ever be the same player again. Who you knows? never know. I don't like, even know if he's any good. Yeah, I don't yeah, even know. I yeah. don't even know. Yeah. Like that's that's the unknown, and that's what's scary. But to go back to the game itself. Andrew Wiggins is the most important warrior for this team going forward. Really? I think so, because I think he has the capability at times, and I'm not saying he's the best player, but he is definitely the best all-around player. Clay's not that elite defensively anymore. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He could be good, and at times, he can still be great. 
Andrew Wiggins is still young enough and great enough where he can be great on both ends of the ball. Offensively, him getting the ball at the mid block and at the low block was, I was like, finally, yes. they're feeding him. Yes. And that is so important for the guy that, let's face it, he's been known to coast. Yes. If you don't get him involved, yeah. and that's been a knock on him throughout his career, if you don't get him involved early, he might just be liable to be like, eh, you know, eh, okay, I'll take this three, uh, fade away. But if you get him involved early, get him going, you, point. you can see what he does there. And again, I say he's the most important because his, his ability to switch on guys in the playoffs, and we saw it last year, especially in the finals, and guys against Luka, guys like Tatum, Brown, and here's Steve Kerr after the game talking about the ability to switch on defense, it was sorely missed when he was gone. And if he could... I'm not saying he's the end-all, be-all. Yeah. He's going to change everything. But they're going to need him to be consistent here on out, is what I'm saying. Whenever they play a team like the Wizards, it's like, I just know they're going to have a lackluster performance. Yeah. It's just it's like... It, they can't it, get up for it, like it, that sort of it's thing. It's like baked into it. It's baked into the in, into the product. And and I don't blame I them. I fully like expected I, them to get blown out, by the way, early on in that game when it was like a 13-point deficit. It's like, oh, they're done. Well, <laughs> I, Draymond getting a technical within seconds yeah, of the game starting. What are you doing? 15 now. He's one one away from getting suspended. Did you notice they went on a little run with him and Poole on the bench? Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, yeah, it was very interesting. Ty, Ty Jerome Ty had Jerome. a great game. I'll I know, give it to I know him. you're a big Ty Jerome guy. Well, it was nice to see Moses Moody have a bunch of hustle plays. Yes. Like, that's why I was high on Moses Moody coming into last year, where <clears throat> I'm saying to myself, he's long. He's a good defender, and it has not translated. We're talking about you know things translating. Haven't seen that. He looks slow and not as long as he did last year. So to have him get the deflection, he had a couple of little hustle plays where he he fought for an extra rebound, which ended up going into Ty Jerome's hands, and he sticks it in. Those are the kind of positive minutes. Like I'm looking at at at, at Steve Kerr. I'm saying you couldn't do that two months ago. Yeah, three months ago. Right. Yes. Couldn't let him play. There was a play where Kaminga fell asleep off ball. And his guy went back door and scored a bucket. And Kerr called a timeout immediately. And he's going to... And it's just like, God damn it, Kerr. Just, Why are you so rigid? Let, let, the, let the 20-year-old fail a little. Let the kids play. What is that? That Jesus. whole advertisement. And like, Kaminga getting like 13 minutes. Like, come on. I need more from him, man. Like, You know who Kerr's I, becoming? Who? I've been thinking about this. Oh, boy. I've been thinking about this long and hard. Okay. Your nagging-ass mom. You know exactly who I'm talking about. He's turning into your nagging ass mom who calls seven you at the worst times. Seven o'clock in the morning, high school. Wake your ass up. You got to get to school. No, right e- now. no, even worse. The oh, one no. like when you're the adult oh, and you're no. like, I'm an adult. Stop it! Like I literally have not lived in your home in twenty some odd years. That's Back be- off. That's the benefit of having nine siblings. I kind of get lost in the fray at this point. It drives I don't me get- <laughs> bananas. By the way, today's my mom's birthday. So oh, love happy you, mom. birthday, Valentine's love Day. You. That's beautiful. That's how did that work? Valent- it's Valentine's Day, obviously. So how did that work growing up? Is it just, uh, you just know, birthday? It's just birthday. You didn't yeah, it was work. birthday okay. and Valentine's a twofer. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's worse when it's like my wife's I was birthday. Say, for your January. dad, it might be worse. Like just had to like. Do well, like, he's always in trouble. <laughs> I mean, that's that's well, for that's sure. just what today's like. That's why I said today's sports sports heartbreak. What Valentine's is so stupid. You know what? I'm here to defend it, Shasky. You know why? Because the spirit I appreciate. You're trying to tell someone you love them. No, all I right? get that. But but can we mix it up a little and have it more in like the middle of the calendar? We're all like financially hurting because <laughs> February is a, a, a smaller month, right? It's in tough. terms of like three extra days that you don't get, and then not only that, it comes on the heels of all of us, you know, paying down all the bull crud we bought at Christmas. Yes. And for those who have a, a significant other or family members who are born in January, that's another hit. Or February, Jade's birthday's Friday. So that's see great. what I'm saying? My wife's <laughs> January 18th. Yeah. And so all I think about is like I got a gauntlet. I got Christmas, birthday, yep. Valentine's. It's too much. It's too much. I, Spread I just, these things out. I understand. Yeah, you know the the date itself is just like kind of like for again everyone's saying it's a greeting card holiday because you're trying to fit in between that Christmas Easter gap, if you will. So I understand that. I just like the spirit of it. It's nice to say so, tell someone you love them and don't fall for the trap, folks. We're gonna be saying it all day right here on ninety five seven. The game. They may say. They don't want anything, and they don't oh, like this holiday. It's a freaking lie. Yeah, they lie. want something, whether it's flowers, whether it's you making... Just put in an effort. This could be even sometimes the minuscule effort, getting a card, getting a gift card, and making dinner. There you go. I told you I've been rewatching Sopranos. Make some steaks and some wa- get some wine. Yeah, there but don't go. throw the steak at someone's head. No. <laughs> uh, I've been rewatching oh, Sopranos. Oh, Gloria Trillo? Yes. There you go. I know exactly what you're talking and, about. And... <laughs> 
like the it won't be cinematic. Is it his gumage? What, what's Gumar? Gumar. Okay, yeah. his Gumar. Uh, he's side chick, and she's the the one who works at the auto dealership. And she throws the gift right out the window, right that she got for Tony. Yeah. And we all know a woman like that in our lives. I just don't have time for that at this age. I've gotten thrown a I've got a burrito thrown at me before. I was like, you had what? a burrito thrown at you? Yeah, by Jade. I'll I'll, I'll share this information. She won't be mad. Like uh, I think she was mad because I ended up just going like we were out and about, and I didn't ask her if she wanted any food this is early in our relationship like i'm just being a naive man like i don't know if you were hungry you would have told me right like we're just wilding about and like oh i got this burrito and she like she took it and like just threw it i was like what the hell was that like beans were flying everywhere she's like why didn't you ask me if i wanted one? Oh, that's always i was like all you care about is food i was like always it's like well yeah i'm hungry of course yeah. all i care about is food i'm a man like, yeah, i'm like exactly that's what we do like and that's been haunting me the rest like all i care like so i troll her all the time i was like well all i care is food so I'm does not going to get anything. Does she do the same thing my wife does? <laughs> you don't know exactly what I like. I'm like, I do kind of know what you like, but I still ask you what you want on your burrito just in case you want to switch it up a little. Exactly. Well, yes, it's polite. Like, maybe you're feeling different. Maybe exactly. you're feeling saucy that day. Like, like, and maybe it's a different place. Like, maybe they have, they're adding Thank stuff you, you don't like. Like, because Jade is a big, like, she, her order, she doesn't like any, like, salsa or guacamole. She's okay. just, like, sour cream. See, I'm a sour verde. cream, rice I have to have verde. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. I, yeah, like, yeah. I, like, I like the verde. Me too, yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm always super green burrito, sauce, so I got, yeah, green, I'm a big green sauce guy. If you're ever, if, if you ever go to Pebble Beach, I always tell you this, or if you're in Pacific Grove, Michael's Grill and Taqueria, best Mexican food, it's kind of Cajun Mexican fusion, yeah, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, blackened shrimp quesadilla, bomb, get the house burrito, it has salsa verde sauce all over it, it's oh, delicious. It's one of those knife and fork deals, though. So oh, no, it's I'm huge, good with it's that. Smothered. It's a big wet burrito. Yes, it's a big wet burrito. Yeah, so, I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it just because some people are like, oh, it's not wrapped in foil. I was like, well, sometimes you just want to sit down and have a nice little no, meal. Yeah, yeah. To, to each their own. Absolutely. And you got to mix it up a little. Absolutely. That's Joe Shasky. He's coming up next. Brian Baldinger, his last spot of the season. He's going to be breaking down that Super Bowl loss for the Philadelphia Eagles. I know Baldy's probably hurting a little bit. He's a little Philly guy. But you know what? We're not hurting here. 95-7 the game. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Great. Morning uh, roast next. Bonte Hill, Joe Shasky. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.